Now then, how are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency. We're based in the UK and we help brands and businesses create visual content that truly makes them stand out on their social media, be it video, animation, aerial work, all that kind of stuff. We also do lots of other creative work with a lot of brands, a lot of businesses, taking them from the basic ideas all the way through to the production of the ideas and even the distribution as well if they need help on that. But a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me that not necessarily every brand, every business had a budget to have content created on a regular basis. However, social media needs consistent content. You need to be putting stuff out on a regular basis. So how was I going to help people to do that? Well, I wrote a number one book called How to Nine Times Your Social Media. Like I say, it went to number one. Lots of people downloaded it, hopefully got some value from it. Uh, you can download it right now if you want to. It's completely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny during these crazy times. And it's available down in the description box on this podcast. But basically what it'll do is take you through the whole process that I created from all the way from planning right the way through from to podcast and everything else that goes in between because I wanted to try and help people create as much content as possible, get on that content creation journey. And that's what these podcasts are all about. So what are we going to talk about? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Good evening. How on earth are you? Are you well? Are you diddling good? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, Welcome to today's episode of Dazed and Confused, a highly delayed version of the live video today, um, all due to the fact of Daddy Dacre looking after Max and uh, him changing his nap time around completely and just making the day all a bit confusing and, and befuddled but we're live now and that's all that matters uh, as always we're live across multiple channels so welcome to you if you just join us on periscope twitter youtube facebook of any of the three groups that we're on on there and tonight for the first time we're also live on tiktok we're not live on instagram tonight we're live on tiktok uh, so if you're joining us on tiktok thank you very much for joining us as well uh, as always these live broadcasts are here right now for you to ask any social media and video questions that you want to ask, that you're really struggling with at the moment, whatever platform it is that you want to talk about. Sticky questions in the comments. We'll do our best to answer as many of them as we possibly can do tonight. Uh, While we're live, I've got a few questions that have already come through as well, so we're going to go through those. Uh, And as always, we have our subject matter, and tonight it is, of course, it's Friday night, So we're going into the weekend, so we're going to talk about weekend stuff. And I don't mean mean going out partying and the fact that the pubs are open from tomorrow. I mean the fact that too many people right now will have shut off their business, their brand's social media channels for the whole weekend because they forget that social media doesn't work a five-day week. It is on 24 hours a day, it's on seven days a week, it's on 365 days a year, and so many people forget that we are live on those channels all the time. And people can ask questions all the time, people can complain all the time, people can actually drop in and just say hello and say how good something you do is all the time. And if you're not there to drop back into them and say, hello, and thanks ever so much for your feedback. How can I help you with your complaint? They're either going to get more and more angry over a weekend or they're just going to think you don't really care and then you're ignoring them. And so 
weekends are a really important time to stay active on social media. Um, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more in a second. First things first, good evening to Miles Keegan, who's watching us on Facebook. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in, Miles. Hope your finger's feeling better. And uh, let's have a look on uh, here. We've got uh, Jane and Jack as well, who've joined us on uh, TikTok this evening. So thank you very much to you guys for joining us as well. Um, hopefully more people will join us on TikTok as we just keep progressing through the live show. So yes, weekends. Should you be putting more content out on a weekend? Now, I'm not suggesting that a weekend isn't for spending time with friends and family and that kind of thing. Even during these weird situations that we're all in at the moment, it's still about having a bit of off time. You don't want to be necessarily on social media for your brand, for your business the whole weekend, but you still need to stay active on there. Set up notifications just in case those messages come through. First things first is the fact that actually the algorithms on the platforms like to see you being active with the audience who are commenting on your content. So if somebody comments on your Facebook business page that they're really happy with the service they receive from you, Facebook is waiting for you to actually go back to that comment or that message maybe they've DM'd you and actually respond quickly. So if you've got notifications set up on all your different social media platforms, then you're in a, in a good place to actually be able to go back to these people and respond quickly. The algorithm will love that and it will make your brand look a lot better. But also, you've got to remember it's the weekend and there is still a chance, even now, of a totally different audience using social media on a weekend. So many people I've spoken to in the past were like, well, if I don't put stuff out on a weekend, what difference does it make? My brand obviously isn't that good if I don't have, if I have to put stuff out on a weekend. You're forgetting that there are new people using these, these softwares all the time in an evening, on a weekend. During the week, a lot of people can't use Facebook or Twitter or Instagram because they're at work and their boss would probably frown upon it if they were sat there on their personal social media channels searching through stuff and liking it and commenting. But they can do it on a weekend. They can stay in bed a little bit longer. They scroll through the phone and, and start looking at new content. And if your brand isn't putting content out on a weekend, then there's a chance your content that you have put out during the week has been completely cannibalized by all the new stuff that's coming out. And so you never get seen by this potential new audience. But if you do put something out on a weekend, there's a chance they might see you or there's a chance your current audience might share your content with their audience. Their new friends who are on social media only on a weekend get to see what you've got to say. They go, hey, I quite like what this person's got to say and start becoming part of your tribe, maybe sharing your content themselves, helping you get to a wider audience, maybe even becoming a customer. But that would never have happened if you hadn't put some content out on a weekend. So you've got to consider putting content out on a weekend for your brand, for your business. And I'm not saying you have to be on social media all the time. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is you have to be prevalent. You have to be there. You have to be talking to these people when they're on the social media platforms and there's new people on on a weekend. So say hello, put out some fun stuff. It doesn't have to necessarily be uh, business related necessarily. You could put out some stuff like, like polls or you could put out um, like a quiz on the content you've put out through the week. All sorts of different exciting things that could get people engaged in your content on a weekend. Have a bit of fun with them, but still put something out. As so hopefully you're going to come off the back end of this and not think as a brand you need to step away from social media this weekend. You're going to actually think, actually, I need to put some value out and I need to get in there and start talking to that potential new audience and start giving them some value as well because it's so important. Like I say, I'm not saying you have to be on it 24 hours a day, but you do need to be 
there. You need to be able to say hello to that audience. Uh, good evening to Chris Davis, who's just joined us, and he likes my T-shirt, by the way, if you've never seen it. Uh, there it is, a couple of Stormtroopers and Darth Vader in London uh, on a bit of a holiday trip. I think I got this one from my mum, actually, for one year for Christmas. Uh, also, hello to uh, Freddie, who's just joined us on TikTok as well. Uh, thank you very much for uh, popping in and joining us on the live. Uh, we're going to go through some of your questions in a minute. If you've got any questions whatsoever about social media, about video, uh, please do feel free to stick them into the comments, whatever platform you're watching on at the moment. We'll do our best to go through as many of them as we possibly can do. Uh, I'm just going to drag up the questions that I already have today. And uh, let's start going through those, shall we? So first one uh, comes through from Darren, who is asking, should I create different content for every social media channel? Okay, so there's a couple of rules of thumb here. Yes, you should, but do you have the time to do it? So if you don't have the time to create specific content to each social media channel, like the likes of Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, Mel Robbins, and all these really big creators who have teams behind them creating the content. They might be posting it themselves, but they're not creating everything themselves. They're not editing all the videos. They're not making all the images. So unless you have the time to do everything that they do and make it specific to each channel, no, you don't have to create different content for each channel. You can create content on one specific message that is the same piece of content that you're putting out. I'm a firm believer of if you're not communicating, nobody can hear what it is that you've got to say. So you are far better off putting something out that might not necessarily hit the mark perfectly for that platform, but will essentially be still giving value. Now, you've got to have one particular platform that is your specific platform of choice where your avatar are hanging out because that's where you're going to put most of your effort. So make all your content specific to that channel and then take that content and put it elsewhere. So if your channel is specifically LinkedIn, then you will probably want to make it more professional and make it less sweary, whatever. I don't know. But if you look at someone like Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, he has a team creating content specifically for each channel. So his LinkedIn content now has any swearing he, he does do beeped out or completely edited away completely. So it's ideal if you can do that, but if you can't, I'm, I still, like I say, I'm a firm believer of just putting content out where you can. doesn't have to be specific to that particular channel. It's great if you can do, but you're better off communicating than not putting anything out at all. You're going to slowly build an audience, maybe a little bit slower than you'd like on that particular platform, but you're still going to build an audience. There's still a potential of people seeing what you've got to say by putting it out there. If you don't put it there at all, then you've got no chance whatsoever. I've started putting out more stuff on Pinterest. It might not be necessarily the most female-friendly content that I'm putting out, but I'm putting out more content on Pinterest, and my Pinterest views are growing and growing and growing day by day by day because I'm putting out more content. I'm understanding. I'm, I'm actually practicing what I preach. And I've done that across lots of different channels over the years, but actually Pinterest and a few others have been ones where I've not done as much as I should do. And I'm starting to do more and I'm seeing the, the rewards for it. I'm reaping the benefits. And you can do the same just by putting content out. So uh, hopefully that answers your question, Darren. Um, quick hello to Latish, who's just joined us on the live. Thank you very much for joining us on TikTok. And uh, Oni, Onyx Angel as well, who's just joined us on uh, YouTube. Good evening to you. Thank you very much for uh, popping in and joining us on the live. Any questions you guys might have, 
stick them into the comments on the platform that you're watching on. I'll do my best to answer as many of them as I can. Uh, Jenny asking the question, how do you get your captions on TikTok videos? I was also asked by someone else who I cannot remember for the life of me the name of. Um, I think it was this guy, actually. I love pugs. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, the question is, how do I get captions on my TikTok videos? On my videos on TikTok, I have like um, a speech bubble around the words I'm saying. So if you can't listen to the audio, you can still read the content of what it is I'm saying within the video. Captions are a great thing to use across all video content. However, I've got this great app that I use uh, for doing stuff instantly on anything that's less than a 60 second video. Uh, and it's called Clippermatic. Now it's only on the iPhone, but there are different versions of the app available on Android as well. It's not called Clippermatic, of course, but it's just in video captioning. So just find an app that will do that for you. Um, the Clippermatic version that I use, it's 4.99, it's on iTunes. What's really great about it, because you can film on on an iPhone and get captions done. But with Clippermatic, you can go into the captions and edit them so they're absolutely spot on rather than slightly wrong because the AI hasn't necessarily picked up on an intonation of a word that you've used. So uh, definitely check it out. Clippermatic, really great tool, fairly cheap, like I say, $4.99. Um, I think I might even have a link to it in my description uh, below on all my other channels, not on TikTok. Um, but yeah, really great, really, really great um, app, Clippermatic. Go and check it out. In fact, what I will do right now so that you can see it on the screen, guys, who are watching on TikTok, uh, it is spelt just like this. Um, and I'll do that and show that. So that's how it's spelled, Clippermatic. It's exactly how it sounds. Um, but it is brilliant and $4.99. It's, it's not too bad a price really for the amount of usage I get out of it because I'm putting about two or three videos out a day on TikTok and other channels as well. So it's well worth checking out. Hopefully that's answered your question. Hello to a helicopter fan who's just joined us on TikTok and a bunch of other people who've joined us as well. Um, let's have a quick look here. Um, right, no more questions just yet, but we've got some questions still to answer. Um, right, Amy is asking the question, I love talking to the camera, but I suck at writing. Is there a way around not blogging like you mentioned in the how to nine times your social media process? First things first, how to nine times your social media process. If you don't know what it is, it's my former number one book and it's available for free during all this craziness. You can download it right now by going to the link in the, it's the first link in the description box below right now. Go and click on that, download my book for free. It takes you through the whole process I take my client through for creating content. The first of which, when it comes to content creation is blogging because it just helps you settle your mind and understand where you're going with your video content because you've already got the story that you've written behind you. However, if you're like Amy and you're not really a great writer, but you can speak to camera, then actually there are ways around it. I would never say don't do blogging at all because blogging is still another way of removing friction. Remember, there's levels of friction across all different forms of social media. Podcasting is about the only one that doesn't necessarily have a level of friction and you just have to be happy to sit and listen to audio. But every other form of content does. So if I don't want to watch video or if I don't want to scroll through lots of other content on Instagram or TikTok or what have you, how can I consume the value that you've got to give? I love to sit down and read a book. So a written version of what you've got to say 
is actually ideal. Now, it doesn't need to be the most perfect version of what you've got to say. So what I would suggest is actually getting a transcription of your video so that you can put the transcription out, even though it's a spoken, it's a written version of what you've spoken, it's better than having, again, no content at all. Now, you can uh, do this with Rev.com. I have a link down in the section below for Rev.com. Go and click on that. You'll get some money off, and also it'll give me a bit of a, a kickback as well, which would be awesome. But the most important thing is, is you can get your transcriptions on there, and they charge, 20, I think it's 25 cents a minute on a rough version. Now, that means that it's done by artificial intelligence. It's not absolutely right. About 80% of the transcription will be right, and you'll have to go through it and correct it. However, you can pay $1.25 a minute. And if you've got only like a 10-minute video, that's not too bad. It's going to cost you like $12.50. And they will give you a transcription that is pretty much 99% correct for that video. So then you can use that as a piece of blog content. You can copy and paste the transcription into your website. Make sure you put a little piece above it saying, uh, here, the following is a transcription from a recent live video. You can put that in there. You can even embed the live video underneath the transcription. So people, if they wanted to, could even watch the live video after they've read the transcription. And there you go. You've got some, you've got some blog content. So that's kind of how I would approach it. I wouldn't approach it of completely ignoring doing blogs altogether. I would still do the blogging, just try and think of a different way around of doing it. Transcriptions is a great way of doing that, um, especially because you, if you don't want to, you don't have to dive in there and bastardize it into a blog. You can just put it out as a transcription and be happy with it. So hopefully that answers your uh, question, Amy. Go and check out the link in the section below, rev.com. Great website. If you've never used it, they do captioning as well and all sorts of other stuff. So go and take a look at them. They even do translations, which is pretty cool. It's something I've been looking at with some clients recently. Um, not necessarily through Rev, but actually, I'll come. I'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, quick hello to uh, Muckadas17, who's just joined us on TikTok. Good evening to you. Um, so let's see if we've got any other questions anywhere else. Um, <laughs> so Chris is saying, uh, you seem to be uh, looking around at different screens for messages on different channels. How many screens do you have in front of you each show? Um, I have this main screen right here, which is live on Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, and three Facebook groups. And then I have this one and my mobile phone, which is live either on Instagram or tonight for the first time, because I thought we'd give it a try live on TikTok tonight. Uh, good evening to Woolhouse1977, who's just joined us on TikTok. So just trying something new. Um, so I've, I've only really got two screens, but I'm just trying to stay proactive and just be as live as many places as I possibly can do. Uh, so, uh, and Chris is saying he also highly recommends my book. Thank you very much. Um, that's, uh, that's very good of you. Um, so let's have a look, see if we've got any questions here. Um, Nothing from Miles, but he's telling me all about his brand new drone. Cool, excellent. Um, and nothing from anyone else just yet. But if you do have any questions, we're coming up to the last one. That's coming before the live show. So if you've got any questions about video, about social media content, whatever platform it is that you're on, drop your question into the uh, into the comments right now, and we'll do our best to answer as many of them as I possibly can do. Um, okay, so let's have a look here. My final question that came through on email. Uh, Peter, who's actually on TikTok, um, saying there's loads of follow for follow on TikTok. Is it okay to do it now? 
No, it's never okay to do follow for follow or sub for sub or like for like or any other form of that on any platform whatsoever. Stop doing it now. I am sick to the back teeth of seeing people saying, here's my Facebook page, come and follow it. Here's my Instagram page on Facebook. Come and follow me and then I'll come and follow you. It makes the algorithm just think your content is shit. It's the same on TikTok and it's the same everywhere else. Stop doing follow for follow. It does not help your cause in any way, shape or form. All the algorithm does is sees you having lots and lots of people following you and only three or four people actually liking your content, at which point the algorithm goes, your content must be a load of crap if you've got 3,000 people following you and only three people actually interacting with your content. What's the point in even showing it to anybody? So it doesn't show it to anybody. You are far better off having an audience of 10 and three of those people liking your content than 3,000 and three of those people liking your content. Stop doing follow for follow. On TikTok, it doesn't work. Trust me, numbers don't matter. It does not matter whether you've got 20 million followers or 5,000. You will still have the potential of going viral on TikTok. So do not worry about follow for follow or any other thoughts. Get my teeth in, I'm getting angry. Any other form of vanity metric. And that's the same for every other social media channel as well. YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, LinkedIn. Don't do follow for follow. It's just going to be a pointless metric because all the algorithms do is look at this kind of stuff and it will just, yeah, it's, it's not good. As Chris says, don't get Simon started on a follow for follow. Ranting coming. I'm, I'm going to take a deep breath and just say, no, don't do it. Just don't do it. Onyx, Onyx Angels. I was going to say, I hate those kind of things. It's just ridiculous. Why do people think it works? It doesn't work that way. Um, yeah. The platforms, when they put your content out, will put it out to if you're lucky, 5% of the audience that you have. Now, even if you've got a million people, that's not many people from that million. It's 50,000. So 50,000 people are going to get your content put in front of them. Now, if you've got a million subscribers, but most of them are inactive, or you've bought them, even worse, then the platform's going to go, right, we've put it out to 50,000. That's a lot of people still, and still only. 150 of like the piece of content, nah, you're all right. We're not going to bother putting that out to anybody else within their their audience. And so people don't see it. So just don't bother. Build an audience of people who give a damn about what it is that you've got to say. You are so much better off having 100 people in your audience and 90 people actually interacting with your content, watching it. They don't necessarily even have to hit the like button or comment or share it. But even if they just watch it all the way through, that's a level of interaction. So please stop worrying about anything that is connected to vanity metrics. Um, As Onyx Angel just says here, the first thing I was told when I started YouTube was never do follow for follow, sub for sub or anything. Best advice I was ever given and I'm almost at my 10 year anniversary. Excuse me, 10 year anniversary. There you go. Um, It's just not important. It really isn't. It really isn't. The most important thing is you enjoy making the content. And then the next important thing is that you're giving value to the audience that you have and that you forget about the number of people who are watching or the number of people who actually give a damn about your content. Just give value. 
Just care about that audience you've got. Don't care about those who aren't watching. They'll come in time if they want to. Right, deep breath. Um, say, <laughs> and um, th there was somebody who just joined the uh, the page then on TikTok called "Please subscribe to my YouTube." <laughs> How apt that that person just joined the TikTok live at that particular moment in time. Uh, hello to uh, Roy Nine Benj as well. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, that's about it. We have no more questions have come in this evening on the live. Um, I can't see anything on the um, on the questions. Um, but yes, thank you so much as always uh, for tuning in. I'm sorry that today's live has been a little bit later than usual. Um, obviously, normally at about eleven o'clock, but daddy daycare duties um, kind of messed that up a little bit but we're here we're live and we've done it and we've uh, we've had fun i hope hopefully you've got some value from uh, this live broadcast tonight and if you have done and you're not already hit the subscribe button if you're liking the value that you're getting you'll get it all the time every time that i'm putting content out whatever channel that is that you're watching on and um yeah how about you also move your thumb or mouse ever so slightly to one side and click the share button as well. That would be pretty awesome. Quick hello as well to the guys on, they've just messaged me just now on Apero Time on Twitter. So thank you very much to you guys for joining in. Um, and Onyx has just asked a question. How would you suggest promoting your content and is there a set time? Okay, depends on your content, who your audience is, your avatar, knowing when they're going to be on is the best thing. So if you're making content that is I don't, like creating slime, for example, then you know your audience is going to be a much younger audience. They're going to be home from school about three o'clock in the afternoon. They're probably going to have to be made to do the homework. So they're probably going to be allowed to have a little bit of time on social media, on their tablets around about four or five o'clock in an evening. So what you want to be doing is putting your content out to hit them then. If your content is aimed at an older audience or mums, then you want to be aiming your content to go out publishing at about 8 o'clock so that at 9 o'clock when they've got their kids to bed, it's there on their subscription feed. I'm talking specifically about YouTube right now, of course. Um, and so it's all about knowing who your audience is and when they're likely to be online. If your audience is specifically in America, then you know you're going to have to actually probably schedule your content to go out to hit them at the right times rather than scheduling it for the time that you'd like to see it going live and that kind of thing. Now, when it comes to promoting your content, that's what social media is for. It's for being social, getting out there, talking to people, telling them about your content that you make, giving them value, helping them out. If you've got other people who want to create content of the same kind of ilk that you're creating, get in there, give them some value, help them out, let them know what they can do to create that content. But also share your content on other channels. Have a have a page on, on Facebook for your YouTube content. But what I would do is probably upload the content natively to Facebook just on the fact that you do have a YouTube page. So people recognize you have a YouTube page. They can come and subscribe there, but they can still consume the content on Facebook. You're trying to remove that level of friction. Yes, it's great to have them directed towards YouTube, but don't necessarily stop them from being able to consume your content just because they can't go to YouTube. Maybe if you want to specifically get them to go to YouTube, then why not instead create short snippets that are entertaining, that are fun, that will draw them to come to your YouTube channel, that kind of thing. You could put content out on Twitter up to two minutes long so you can get people watching it there. And you could put short snippets out up to 60 seconds long on your Instagram feed. 
You could put the whole content out on Instagram TV. There's all sorts of things you can do. But just use the other social media channels. Make good use of them. Um, one of the things that I'm a, a big fan of is actually people using Instagram stories to tell the behind the scenes of the content creation so that you get a bit more of the human element, that reality TV show aspect of seeing behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff. Just try and make it easy for people to find your content, make it easy for them to consume it. Um, and I, I think then you'll be onto a bit of a winner. Um, hello to uh, beautiful queens who just joined us and Marwandharak TikTok and Jojo Robinson as well on TikTok. Uh, Onyx Angel says uh, they like the idea and uh, they'll have to start that one. Always thinking, you see, always thinking. Very quickly as well, I did mention it earlier on in the live stream, um, translation, translation of, of content. Um, and this is something I, I did steal from Gary Vaynerchuk as an idea, but I just think it's a great idea, um, is that he created specific channels for content on different um, continents and different countries. So he has a specific Gary Vaynerchuk Instagram channel for Dubai and one for Saudi Arabia and all the Middle Eastern countries. He has specific content going out to those countries that has been translated into their languages. Now, I'm not suggesting you do this with anything like Google Translate. You're going to have to get somebody who knows what they're doing, which is why something like Rev might be a great option or other translation tools are out there. But don't use an artificially intelligent one. They're likely to get the intonation wrong, the grammar wrong. Don't make you look like an idiot. You don't want that. But if you've got a brand, and one of the brands I'm working with in the past was somebody who saw a massive uplift of their product being bought in the Far East, I literally just went, that's what you've got to do. That idea there is exactly what you've got to do. You've got to start creating content for them because they're going to really appreciate that and start sharing it with their audience because their audience then can understand what it is that you're saying behind the ethos of your, your product and your brand. And so they did that and they saw an uplift actually in the Middle East of their products being sold. So, yeah, <clears throat> translated content. Uh, if you've got an audience in a different country, perhaps, it's well worth looking at have you, having your content translated to appeal to that audience, even if um, it's like your captions. <coughs> For example, I could get captions done in Slovakian because I have a large Slovakian audience because my wife is Slovakian. I used to create Slovakian content. I still don't now do all my content in English, but I could have all my content translated into Slovakian, and away you go. I have Slovakian content for a Slovakian audience as well as the English audience. Just another idea. Anyway, um, I think I've probably thrown enough at you for today. Uh, the questions have gone, so we will stop there. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, like I said, a little bit earlier on. Uh, if you are brand new, hit that subscribe, hit that share button, let all your audience know about the value that I give um, across all my social media channels. And until Monday, when we will be live again, I'm still getting used to not being live seven days a week. We will be live on Monday about 11 o'clock-ish, if nap time is back to normal. Um, have a great weekend. It's going to be a wet one here in the UK, which sucks, but you just got to make the most of it, haven't you? Um, right, I'm going to go and uh, have an aperitif, um, something a lot stronger than just a cup of coffee. Um, I will see you on Monday. Take care and have a good one. See ya. This was a Perception Studios production.